This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode here at Impact Outdoors Podcast. And we are starting to, to wrap up our shows from the Huntfish Podcast Summit this year. And uh, really excited to have uh, my good friend Turner Rowland back down with us this year from the uh, bozeman montana and uh he's currently working for waypoint now and uh so it was a good opportunity for us to sit down and and chat a little bit about just what waypoint is what all it entails you know kind of how it got started um from his dad tom and and rich tudor and stuff and and how it's just pretty much exploded in the outdoor market is one-stop shop for for hunting and fishing videos and documentaries and and now you know encompassing the podcasting world and stuff and the it's been really cool to be a part of that the past uh, year plus and looking forward to see how big this thing can get and um, so we talk about that and touch base a little bit on uh, the hunting the last last season for Turner and uh, his success in elk hunting and stuff so really good really good chat with him so looking forward to getting that to you here and uh, let's go ahead and jump right into the conversation so here it is with Turner Rowland. All right, man. Well, we're, uh, it's really nice, man. I'm sitting out here. It's a beautiful morning here at the Warren Ranch, and I got my good friend Turner rolling with me today, man. And uh, so excited you got to run back down from Bozeman, Montana to join us at the summit this year. And last year you were here as a podcaster, and this year you're here kind of in a different capacity. So uh, welcome to the show. Great seeing you, buddy. Thank you. And, um, you know, kind of fill us in on uh, what all's changed with you, and uh, you know, I really want to delve in to kind of talk about Waypoint and the platform yeah. itself, and how much its ex- explosive growth has come in the last, I mean, year for sure, but just over the last several years, and and what an opportunity for the outdoor industry and, and stuff to be a part of that. Yeah, absolutely. So last year I was here as a podcaster, you know, as as you and your audience are familiar with and and this year i came as a uh, a sponsor so it's kind of taken a <laughs> unique little little turn um I, I started working for for waypoint tv which i'm very blessed to to work with uh for those that are unfamiliar um w- you are part of the podcast network and we are really 
we we strive to be the the destination for outdoor entertainment so in in layman's terms we're like the netflix or the hulu for for fishing and hunting um we're really really trying to put our best foot forward for um, not only outdoor entertainment but making sure that that those entertaining things like fishing and hunting are around for the long haul so we're work we're, we're doing our best to work with conservation groups like wild sheep foundation and gray and renee who are, who are here today and it's uh man just seeing the improvement from from last year to this year just and, and the community that you have built yeah is amazing to see and something that i'm super excited about being involved with you know as this move fo- as this moves forward it's really special it's, uh, it's kind of blown me away you know this yeah. year and, and uh we've had a lot of really cool people here and we've had a full house and um we've got to do so many things and and uh growing you know there's there's always growing pains but man i gotta say this year's went off without a hitch everybody's just gotten along i mean i've had like five or six of the people have been here have come up to me personally and be like you know how do you get so many people together from all over the country with so many different personalities and backgrounds and and roles and in, in their life that they're you know their missions and stuff they're working on and and there's no drama everybody's <laughs> getting everybody's best friends i mean everybody's you know you know everybody's gonna be texting and calling each other and working on projects together after this yeah. and that's what this was all about you know yep. just trying to build you know the, the hunting and fishing community is such a a great community to be a part of anyway whether you're from the recreational stand side inside the industry you know or, or whatever but uh um doing something like this i think really kind of brings people back together especially after the last couple of years yeah i mean we're all a little bit crazy here yeah. you know being obsessed with whether it's like what chester talked about on specific animals like for him it's wild sheep and turkey for me it's elk and, and trout and tarpon and permit bonefish um and and for you it's 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 uh redfish and, and trout and and um sharks and, and you're doing your studies and um gale force twins it's it's mahi and and redfish and they're just we're all united under this common umbrella of just being obsessed with with these animals and these fish and it's really cool to see you know it, immediately you walk into the room and you're like oh wow like i i'm not alone yeah <laughs> you know yeah. and everyone's so nice and kind and um like you said you know there's going to be a lot of great work that comes from this podcast event all year round and um i'm I'm really looking forward to to seeing what comes of this and and how we at waypoint can can not only help but learn from from these guys and yeah and share their stories and experiences well i was excited to have waypoint jump on board as a sponsor this year you know after um, talking with the uh, you know you last year and you know just kind of getting some ideas and stuff and then talking with your dad tom and then and uh, getting with builder and stuff over at icast and we've been kind of communicating all year and and um you know we've got some great sponsors and stuff but you know really was important to meet and and try to involve the group that i'm working closely with you know with waypoint but um kind of tell us kind of the background of waypoint and how it kind of got started and and just um you know i guess a little bit more about about the the business mm-hmm. and um, kind of where it's at and where it's going. Yeah, so Waypoint was started by the two hosts of Saltwater Experience, um, my dad Tom Roland and, and Rich Tudor. They were really looking for 
an additional distribution channel for their shows. So the only distribution they had before Waypoint was, you know, YouTube and the cable TV, which both you couldn't really see behind the curtain. They may have hidden agendas, like in the case of YouTube, the content, you know, isn't guaranteed to be up there forever. They could take it down um, at any time. That the ads were very strangely configured. The algorithms, um, and and they just wanted a producer-centric place that is a safe community for fishing and hunting that they could put their content. Um, the original idea was to be able to control that the ad revenue uh, or, or the ads from the shows and so you would put the content up on waypoint and then in exchange for the platform we would give you ads which you can turn around and sell to your sponsors so there's no conflicting messaging that is is only a small part of, of what we're doing today we've we've grown to encompass um, podcast, educational material, fishing and hunting, um, short films, conservation groups. It's really grown to be the destination for fishing and hunting content, and and we're growing, we're growing fast, and and we got a lot of people that that are really excited about the direction that Waypoint's going, including me, um, and 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 everyone here, and. It's great to to be a voice of support for the people who are out there in the field producing content, um, helping out any way we can and, and learning from the people on the field that are on the ground level on the front lines producing this content and, and you know making sure that it's a it's a good relationship with everyone. We want to you know make it to where if you're not on waypoint, then what are you doing? you know it's such yeah. a good it's such a good deal for both sides that that everyone should be on there. So that's what we're striving to do. We're striving to put our best foot forward and, and represent the fishing and hunting community in the, in the best way possible. And we found that that is through conservation and producers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, the quality of content you're, you're speaking of just, it blows me away. Cause I mean, you know, there's other things out there, but what y'all have got put together, um, just the caliber of people that are on waypoint and stuff. I mean, it's, I'm very blessed just to be a little micro part of the, you know, the whole thing, you know, and, and, and stuff and, and very honored to be, you know, being asked, you know, I remember it kind of blew me away when your dad called me and was like, Hey man, it's like, uh, you know, we really want you to come over and be on. I was like, what? Really? <laughs> Who are you talking to? You know, me? No. And, uh, um, so, you know, I've, I've had a lot of fun, um, being on part of the network and stuff and, uh, and, and and watching it grow i mean just it's nuts oh yeah we counted last night i think we have like 96 podcasts yeah. on the network now which yeah. we started from we started from one yeah. um my dad was like no we're gonna go into the space and you know in order to start it, i'm just gonna start one and see where it goes and he was kind of the pioneer for for waypoint in that way and now it's grown to encompass i mean and it's not just fishing and hunting. Now we have like home homesteading podcasts, yeah. backpacking podcasts, and anything that's that's in the outdoors. And we really created a community where people can lean on each other for you know not only guests but also knowledge and experience and expertise. And you know we we want it to be a a, a good safe place for fishing and hunting where the agenda is not hidden. You know we want to be very forward with with our audience and our producers that we're allowed we're around for the long haul and we are 
hundred thousand percent supportive of fishing and hunting because we are fishermen and hunters yeah and i think that leads right into uh, probably the the number one point in my view is being able to provide this content you know at, at at no charge to the viewer you know and we're trying to recruit people into this field and hunting mm-hmm. and fishing and when i was little the way that happened was watching tv you know and i mean there's no better way and today i mean there's i mean everything's went to streaming so having something like this that, that you know young people can access and see and be like how the heck does somebody do that you know is that something i can do and and just spark that little interest interest and in, in, you know see the light bulb go off and uh, i know that's happening and uh, you know youth involvement such a big part of me and my wife's life and stuff and and uh, it's cool you know to to see that going on yeah it's an interesting transition because chester gave a speech last night that was really moving and it made me think about something and that's typically you know if you look at 40 50 years ago every a lot of people hunted. Most people hunted. Maybe not most people, but a significantly larger percentage of the population than now. And that knowledge was passed down from generation to generation. Typically, families, you know, had family farms and and in places they could go, and they know, you know, their neighbors, and and that knowledge was very easily transferred. And we're seeing less and less of that. But what we are seeing are the um, I don't digitization I don't think is a word but the uploading of this this content where people have access to be able to learn this stuff and have basically remote mentors in the space which is really important and access to information is at an all-time high but it, it seems like mentorship is is at an all-time low and it's doesn't seem like it's anybody's fault or like we're trying not to mentor people but the fact that anyone can access this information and anyone can look to someone they admire and learn from them is huge for mm-hmm. the space yeah and, uh, and it's true i mean mentorship's been a big topic again this year which it was last year as well mm-hmm. you know because todd talked about that a lot you know, mentoring yeah, youth and, and um, Todd Craighead and um, just, uh, and it, it come up again. It was kind of, I was like, I kind of smiled when people started bringing that up just in conversation, you know, podcasts, but just in casual conversations we've been having throughout the week here and stuff. And um, I'm like, y'all are absolutely right. You know, cause um, in, in one of the other things we talked about getting, getting these kids involved, you know, it's, it's, you know, you need a mentor or somebody, you know, but you also have to educate the family. You know, because if if a single mom, you know, the kid wants to go fishing and she doesn't know how to do it, what do you think the chances are that that kid's going to end up being successful at that? He's going to have to have a heck of a drive. Yeah. Because he's going to have to find that, you know, on his own. And and there's going to be, especially if he lives in like an urban area, there's Mm going to be not necessarily pushback, but it's going to be hard to learn that information Mm -hmm. without someone who's... You know, I've done it myself, like getting into big game hunting, where I, I, I do my best to figure it out, and turns out I'm doing it completely wrong, and all someone needed to do was say, hey, no, no, don't tie this knot for packing, this knot for packing, and I would have avoided countless, countless problems, <laughs> but 
um, that information's out there and, and you just need to find it. And at Waypoint, we're trying to create a community of very trustworthy knowledge where if you want to learn knot tying or you want to learn, you know, boat maintenance, there, we have resources for that. And we have people who are experts in their field who are willing to be the mentor for these kids or adults that want to get into fishing um, or hunting and don't necessarily know how. And, you know, there's one piece of that that's really important, but the other piece is, is the for the people that are already in the space and already fishing and hunting, there's, I mean, you can expert, I, I always think there's no such thing as like a perfect expert. I mean, you have these legendary legendary people like like chester here who's been a wildlife rider for 30 years but he doesn't know everything you know no one knows everything and so the continuation of knowledge is also really big and showing them you know how to become better at things and then also how to think about the future of the space and 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 giving them food for thought and items to ponder about you know your relationship with the wild and bringing other people into the wild, I think is really the future of, of this next generation. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. hundred percent true. So when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouthwatering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, um, I know you've, uh, you live up in Bozeman currently, correct? Correct. Yeah. And, uh, how is that? I mean, that seems to be like a, a hub yeah. of outdoor <laughs> industry, you know, insiders and just so many people living in that general area and stuff. And, uh, I want to jump in, you know, how's that been? Oh, that experience it's been, up there? it's been great. Man. Yeah. I mean, I, I I love Bozeman with with all my heart, and it's it's changing a lot. There, the secret's out. A lot of people are moving there. It's it's becoming. Um, well, what I'll say is that so many people are moving there that it's not really built for that many people. Right. So you're starting to see some <laughs> some some things like traffic, and you're like, man, I've never never spent thirty minutes in traffic in Montana. This is so weird. Um, but it's still a small town comparatively. Um, like, like very, very small for, 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 uh, like Southern standards or, or Northeast standards. Yeah. Um, and, but it's great. It is a Mecca for, for fishing and hunting. You, we have Sims there. We have Sitka there. Um, we have Go Ruck headquartered there. Um, we have, you know, the meat eater guys and, and all their conglomerates headquartered there. Um, now we have, you know, person from Waypoint there and uh tons of, of fishing and hunting experts and if you're really involved in the space you you know the value that that being in bozeman can bring and it's i mean it's wonderful i feel like uh, i feel like i can't put my foot off the gas um because it's just so easy to go fishing after work on the gallatin river and it's it's really cool because you get to fish where these you know movies and films were created like a river runs through it one of my one of my favorite fishing spots which uh, you'll have to kill me to find out but it was the uh you're just gonna take me when i come up there this summer <laughs> yep. so yeah <laughs> blindfold me 
it was one of the you know um, I mean people can people can find it but it was one of the one of the biggest scenes and a river runs through it and I get to fish you know right where Brad Pitt fished and and uh, right where modern fly fishing was born I would say that and a combination of Lefty Cray really really skyrocketed fishing um, and I get to be a part of that and experience that in at least a small way. And that's that's just the fishing, not to mention the the skiing and the mountain biking and the hunting and the backpacking. And I mean, I always say the hardest part of living in Montana, specifically Bozeman, is figuring out what to do with your time. Yeah. Because there's so many things. It's a lot to a lot to do. There's a lot to do down here where I'm at. Mm-hmm. You just have to drive a long ways to get because <laughs> of traffic. So. <laughs> Yeah, well, I was I was in Austin, man, and uh, it's a nice spot. I was, yeah. I, I think I could live in Austin. There's a lot going on in Austin, man, um, and, and uh, I usually avoid driving through there because uh, the smell of all the barbecue. Like I would oh, never get out of town. Terry Blacks, right? <laughs> Terry Blacks is right across from the Waypoint office. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> it was dangerous. We, me and brother and and the team went in there and we'll. <laughs> It was great, wasn't it? Oh, we'll have a third pound of this and half a pound of that and third pound of this. And we got this plate that was... Oh, i seen the pictures. Oh. I was like, holy crap. It was the best barbecue I've ever had. <laughs> and apparently, that's where, they're, that's where Joe Rogan goes, and that's that's where the best barbecue in town is. So. Yeah, yeah. On yep. board. That's cool, man. Well, you had... Um, you know, not change seven, but you had a you had some pretty good hunts this past year, right? Oh yeah, you got an elk and yep. And uh, I know your dad was posting all these videos, <laughs> and, and that was so cool to see and, and I'm sure be a part of. Yeah, how was that? Oh, it was um, a dream come true, man. That was the first elk I've killed with my bow. My bow. Um, it was a it was a good first bow kill. It was a five by six elk on public land um, in the back country. I think we we're about four and a half miles back and i got to uh i got to kill that with with my dad unfortunately hayden had to leave on the second day but he did see um a shot opportunity that i got we were about 20 yards away from a raghorn that unfortunately there was a sagebrush in the way of its vitals so i didn't get to draw on that um but he got to see that and and that was cool and and um I mean, I, I couldn't have imagined a better way to kill my, my first bull with a bow because my dad was there. He got to see me shoot it, and he got to see it go down, and it was just one of those things where was you didn't really believe it because I've spent four, five years trying to kill a bull with my bow on public land. I've gotten three clients to do it, and had a lot of close calls a lot of drawbacks and and um and yeah drawing back my bow to to shoot an elk and and um it just never really came together so it was just a dream come true to to have my dad there and and filming it and and uh help me with the pack out because that was um that was one of the hardest things i've ever had to do in my life i can't imagine <laughs> took us two days i'd still be on out. that mountain so <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought I was gonna. I thought I was gonna have a heart attack on that mountain for yeah. sure. <laughs> oh man, you go down, 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 then you're like, oh man, we gotta go back up, up, up. Oh so yeah, yep. And we did carrying a lot more weight. So. We thought we knew the terrain well enough after hunting there five days to be like, oh well, we can, you know, instead of going back the way we came, it looks like we can just go to that ridge and follow that ridge, and we only have to go up this one uphill. But then we go up there and we gotta cross a creek that's super steep and you can't do that with 100 pound packs on you you're gonna get to the bottom of that thing not be able to get your pack up and and so we had to back 
track we'd backtracked you know four or five times and and um but it was it was so special and, yeah. and coming out of the coming out of those mountains with with a with an elk in the in the back and my bow in a case was super awesome and that's not even to yes. mention the fishing that i did in the fall and and the antelope that hayden killed and the deer that hayden killed and ducks that we killed yeah y'all, <laughs> y'all had a good good fall last year so man well i mean speaking of that man y'all got to go do some uh, cool stuff while you were here oh yeah yeah <laughs> caught a big bass the biggest bass i've ever caught on on, on fly got to hog hunt nice. and, and um yeah. yeah i think me and and Addison and Jonathan, I think we settled on six pounds, which, you know, I don't do a lot of bass fishing. I don't know anything about bass fishing. So that was super, super cool. Caught another couple, you know, three pounders um, with with the big bucket mouse. And that was super cool. I think, it, is there black bass? Yeah, that, these are yeah. all black bass. I don't, I'm sure they're a, <coughs> a Florida strain that was stocked in here because there's some big fish in this lake right here by the lodge. But uh, mm-hmm. I know the first day was here, man. We just had a north. Blow, northern blow through and i don't know what the pressure just skyrocketed what man they had lockjaw and i was like we always get tons of fish in this pond and <laughs> and uh, i was like what's going on and then man ever since then like i mean we've caught you know tons of fish you know not at this lake i mean there's a bunch of water bodies on this property and stuff so we've been kind of bouncing around but this one right here i mean i know we've caught at least four or five fish in the five to seven pound range yeah which is cool because a lot of people here you know they don't get to do that very much and, and uh yeah. we were trying i mean there were a lot of fly fishing going on and top waters and you know i was catching some bass still on beds you know throwing sinkos <laughs> and stuff and uh um, it's been it's been great and uh i don't know man this just it's just been such a cool week oh it's it's blown me away so. it, it really has and you know i mean here i mean how do you want to spend your time you know, it's 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 a hard decision. You can go down and and fish, but you know, I my favorite thing was that we had the lake right here, so I'd you know have a conversation f- with somebody for an hour, you know, about waypoint and what we can do, and and then I'd go fish for thirty minutes and, and catch catch you know black bass that I've never caught before on the fly, and then come back have another conversation and eat lunch and yeah, just yeah. do that all day. Yeah, we had a little. Uh fishing tournament our buddy chester moore put together yesterday <laughs> i think we had like um, most caught on the fly yep. which renee thornton won um largest bass caught which was andrew austin with the wildlife experience podcast which he was blown i mean that fish was probably pushing seven pounds i would really think. yeah i missed that and i caught one that was like four two which i thought was pretty big and i didn't even hear him catching his but then he showed me the picture and i was like oh yeah that's that's way <laughs> bigger than mine and then um i think we had uh most sunfish or something panfish i think mm-hmm. camille Noel won that and then um our boy jonathan he got a uh, most unwanted catch with like a seven foot uh, log he pulled out of the water i think yeah. or something so <laughs> it was fun everybody had a great time and uh man the food's been awesome and crawfish boil and, and oh, yeah. um jambalaya from from authentic cajun cooks yep um what was uh uh, is it is it boudin yeah we had some boudin Boudin. okay had some boudin had red stag burgers and yeah i was just oh man it's been good and i appreciate all the help with the cooking and everything the guys did and stuff and uh but um yeah man now it's time to get start working on next year yep (laughs) yeah we're heading home today (laughs) and um it'll start all over so um, but man, I just want to thank you for being a part of it and being a great friend. The last couple of years has been really 
cool getting to know you and your brother and and everything and um uh, appreciate that and oh man i I feel like where this is going i feel like i don't i don't deserve any thanks man i feel like all the thanks should go to you i mean the the fact that you've been able to 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 create this community is really impressive and i'm really excited to see where it goes and just super grateful for our friendship and and the friendships that you've allowed me to have like with you know it's probably closest with paul and chester Mm -hmm. and um it's 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 really special man i'm really looking forward to seeing where this goes and um, we at Waypoint are in, in full support of this. Happy to help out wherever we can. Well, I'm excited and I appreciate it. So, <laughs> well, man, uh, I'm hoping uh, we're going to see you this summer up north I hope and so. uh, come do some trout fishing. Yeah. So we've already we've already got uh, some timelines figured out with Gray and Renee when they're going to be in town, and uh, we'll get with you and see what overlaps. Right on. So, Turner, it's been great. Derek, it's been great. <laughs> yep. All right. We'll see you later. <laughs> All right. See ya. Wednesdays from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Primos. Speak the language. Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.